0: Everybody, welcome to episode three of the Cyber Bullies Podcast. We're here at Mudbutt Studios. I'm Ken Nawarski. I'm joined by Kyle Riesmendo. Doctor Kyle Reesmendale. Yeah, thank you. It's very humble. The honorific. <laughs> For anyone that missed previous episodes, they're up on iTunes and all your other podcasting sites. Please subscribe and rate us if you can. Helps out. Helps um and I'll go to the top of the charts of lifetime podcasts. Yeah, we gotta be in the top one. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I haven't even. Looked. I don't think I've searched. There's no other. Really? Yeah. I'm. Su- I'm actually a little surprised by that. Yeah. I thought. They. I think there's other like entertainment
1: pods that like like kind of. Oh, do yeah. Them, but I, it's not specific. I saw one that was like bad. A bad movie podcast right. that did a lot of Lifetime. Did you see my? So my friend Wit. He's friends with a woman who runs a Lifetime movies blog. I did see that. And did you see what the header was? The like the photo. <laughs> no. It was the no one would tell. It was the, oh, same, one, it, it was the same one. It was the same one that is. we used. I know. I think we should just keep teasing that movie
0: and never do it. <laughs> that's actually a good idea
1: <laughs> as if anyone gives a shit besides uh, us yeah that's exactly <laughs> all right
0: all right so we're also on twitter at uh, cyberbullies we also have a facebook page we're now on tumblr and we have an email address at at gmail.com all one word for cyber cyberbullies
1: yeah i forgot what the tumblr address is I guess it's cyberbullies yeah i don't know podcast
0: tumblr, or pod.tumblr.com so. Okay, cool. Uh, so follow us on Twitter, Facebook, anything else. Send us an email with any uh, questions or movie su- suggestions. We're spo- we're starting to get some suggestions on Facebook, which is nice, because
1: just keep a running list. And if you send any- you can send any questions you want to the Gmail, we will yeah, answer them. Yeah, we L- will. Literally anything. Please send them. <laughs> we'll answer one personal question per episode. <laughs> All right, so just to
0: recap, in episode two, we watched Thomas Kincaid's A Christmas Cottage, not to get us angry again. We tried to answer some questions. Is Peter O'Toole actually alive in this movie? <laughs> Was this movie about art or
1: Christmas or anything? Yeah. Mm. What is the only day of the year where the animals talk? It's all I could think about watching A Hobo's <laughs> <laughs> Christmas when they they're on Christmas Eve, the night where the animals talk. I wanted to know. <laughs> Please, someone write in and answer that. I really sincerely want to know.
0: So we both hated that one, but it was I, I definitely liked it and it was fun and fun to do. So uh, anything to recap on Christmas Cottage before we move on? No, it's a okay. perfectly made piece of shit. It was. It was garbage. All right. So for this episode, we watched 1987's. A Hobo's Christmas. So this movie stars Bernard Hughes as Chance Grovner or Grovner? Yeah, I think Grovner. Grovner, okay. Uh, I remembered him as the grandpa from The Lost Boys.
1: He's in, so... He, I'm sure he's in a, sh- a yeah, lot of stuff. I, but he's only like a star of a few things. He had his own, he had a couple of shows where he was a star. One was called Mr. Merlin. Okay. Um, and the description is on IMDb, Mr. Merlin the Magician is alive and well and living as an auto mechanic in San Francisco.
2: is not exactly Camelot, but it's where I met Zack. I'm a wizard who works alone. Not anymore. Now they tell me I need an apprentice. And he's it. The Merlin? you have to be over 1,600 years old. Well, I do 30 push-ups a day, and I don't eat fried food.
1: Yeah, where else would he be? I mean, that's where they were headed, was yeah. it? Yeah,
0: no, sure. In this movie? Yeah. Maybe that's the next step in his evolution.
1: What, what year do you think that came out, based mm-hmm. on that description? 1971. Oh, oh, very early. 81. Okay. But it's like when they combine, like, here's a fantastical thing with a regular thing. Like, of you're course. a blue-collar worker, and you're also magic. <laughs> <laughs> and the picture is great, too. <laughs> so, Gerald McCraney. Oh, yes. Please,
0: Charlie. He's from. Uh, he was a dad and major dad. Also married to Delta Burke, l- lest we nice. forget. Is she dead? I don't know. Mm. They must have met at a CBS CBS mixer, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a battle of the network stars. Yeah,
0: William Hickey plays Cincinnati Herald. Uh, you will remember oh, yeah. him as uh, Uncle Lewis from Christmas Vacation. That blasting, that yeah, guy. Uh,
1: yeah, he's gr- he's great. He's in this the movie. greatest. He plays the same guy, but that guy is awesome. Yeah, he exactly. He's Sin- typecast as his miserable piece of shit. In that- Cincinnati Harold, he, uh, I have many questions oh, about his so life. Do I, okay, I have right. a lot of questions. I'll probably super questions. Yeah, I'll wait cuz the end is really important for him, so. Yes. Before we move on, thing else? Okay, so, so this was directed by Will McKenzie. Uh he directed a lot of TV shows, probably most prominently Reba, which made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a uh, one of the one of the geniuses behind Reba, the sitcom. People were clamoring for. People want to know what would Reba's what's Reba's life like, and is it funny? I think both answers are no. No, it's
2: it's my accent. I need to change it. Why? Why? <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> That's why.
1: Is your dad listening? Because I know he's a Reba fan.
0: He is a Reba fan. He never watched that show, though. Really? He's an odd man. He likes one... He'll like something like of something of a person. Like He
1: likes Kenny Rogers' music, but not his movies. He well, like that, refuses to watch his movies. Keep that thought, because there's something coming up about Mr. Rogers you know? as well. Kenny Rogers, not Mr. Rogers. I can't wait. The gambler. <laughs> so the writers of this movie, uh, Joe Byrne... Or writers and and story story credits. Um, Joe Byrne did the Outsiders TV series, which I don't remember. I, I remember it. Was it good?
0: No. Oh. Well, so it, it's weird because Outsiders has been on like IFC or one of those channels a lot last month. I love that movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. It's a great book. And I'll watch it every time it's on. But I remember. So the outs and I remember being excited. It was like early 90s. This The show came out. Yeah. And I remember being very excited for it. And it picks up after uh, Dallas gets shot. Oh, it's after.
1: It's not like yeah. a Yeah. So they
0: pick up right after Dallas gets shot. It's like they show that scene as the open and then it's kind of like their life after that.
1: Really? Yeah,
0: and I don't remember the hmm. details. I, obviously, it's not none of the main act. I don't think anybody from the movie was in it, because it was no. like 10 years later. Yeah, they had to
1: recast, I'm sure.
0: But uh, it wasn't good. I don't, I, it probably got a couple... I remember like, not liking it, and I was a kid where I would like anything, really.
1: Yeah, but that was a good movie. You would think... That's actually a good idea for a it show. It is a good
0: idea. Like, And I like the idea, like, ooh, it picks up. Like, I get to know what happens. Yeah, right.
1: But... Yeah, they blew a, it. Oh, interesting. <laughs> you blew it. So, and the other writer is a guy named Joe Rosebrook, or sorry, Jeb Rosebrook <laughs> and Joe Byrne. How could you forget those names? And he's known for Kenny Rogers as the Gambler, part three, the legend. How many of
0: the Gamblers did they make?
1: At least three. <laughs> is it like a trilogy? I think there's more than three. Oh. You ready?
2: Ha ha, will return. <laughs> This had better be good. Kenny Rogers returns as the Gambler in an all-new adventure. Woo-hoo! And this time, he's yeah. going to change how the West was won. Whose side are we on here? I got a feeling we can kill on either side of this fight. Bruce Boxleitner, Linda Gray, and Kenny Rogers, The Gambler 3, Sunday, November 22nd.
0: All right, people. <laughs> Sunday, November 22nd. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the anniversary yeah. just
1: passed. Of the <laughs> gambler. This, this is the
0: thing. People will watch anything. This is this is completely the Seinfeld episode when they're trying to get a show and George is like they'll watch it and they're like why cuz it's on TV. Yeah, but there were there were
1: were people clamoring for another Gambler movie? It clearly I I will say this, I think you're right like the Sunday night movie was always popular. So when like 60 minutes wasn't on, they would show the Sunday night movie or they'd show it after 60 minutes maybe. Right. People loved it. Loved it. It probably 20 million people probably watched the Gambler 3. Yeah, more than anybody watches of any show. Not one <laughs> more s- than Walking Dead right now. <laughs> not I guarantee one, you. Not one single comment on YouTube, though. A little surprising. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there'd be something, some hate for Kenny Rogers, but no. <laughs> ah. all right, Ken. We're gonna have to get in the wayback machine. That's my favorite. Well, second favorite. Time to go back in time to 1987. All right. A Hobo's Christmas premiered December 6th, Oof. 1987. And I think you're going to do better than you think. Of course, because I know more about 1987 than 2007. <laughs> so the number one television
0: show. Can I make a noise as my guest instead of the name? Yeah, of course. come
1: oh. <laughs> Camille. What the Camille? Oh. <laughs> make fun of faces. Yeah, it's uh, the Cosby shows you might have met. <laughs>
0: Oh, this just brings me back. It's so sad they don't play. They can't play the reruns. Anymore.
1: I know. I mean, it's sad that he raped those people. Yeah. It's Really, what's sad? But I mean, yeah. I care more about my. Yeah, right. of course, obviously. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's disturbing, right? Like, yeah. We we had this discussion at the bar the other night. Who would be the most disturbing person to find out was a creep? Well, we like did a this, criminal creep. We, yeah, we did this game about um
0: because I work with you know a lot of younger people. Like, oh right, they probably animals. have very so different. We were talking about the OJ trial, like when we oh, got yeah. out, right, and. They were obviously just born or yeah. not alive or whatever. Not
1: old enough to remember it, certainly. Right, they're
0: babies. So we were trying to figure out, I was trying to explain like the equivalent if something happened now, and we came up with Michael Strahan. Which I thought was pretty good. That's actually not bad, yeah. Because he's like very much, he's on Good Morning America. Yeah, he's, like, he's on every show.
1: He, he, was, a, he everybody was a good loves player. Him. He wasn't just a player. Right,
0: everybody loves him. Like, wow, that's really It would be good. very shocking if he was involved with a double murder. Yeah, but what, yeah, but he, well, certainly a double murder. But he didn't he
1: also like cheat on his wife? Wasn't there yeah, horrible- but like, so does o, O.J. was married more than once, too. I, yeah, it's I guess like, you're right. I mean, you just didn't hear about it as much. Well, yeah, I think that's the thing, is today would be much more scandalous or, or we, we would think less of him. I don't know if it'd be scandalous person. right that's interesting yeah because somebody said uh, Barack Obama yeah number one that would be the most surprising in the- <laughs> yeah that would definitely be surprised <laughs> yeah like it just doesn't fit at all and Tom Hanks was the other one oh god uh, right. right like yeah, can you imagine he, he could never do that yeah he, he but you w- know, you know it's possible. That's what's no, scary. No, I don't. Okay. He, right, he would enough. never do that to me. All right, <laughs> he's not gonna do it to you. Well, <laughs> if he does it to you, I'll... that's a story. Do you have any idea what the lowest-rated show of Ooh, 1987 single a... episode? Oh, and I'll man. tell you right now, you don't. <laughs> but because I went through and some some genius on the internet has compiled the bottom ten shows for a bunch of years. That's a great idea, though. It really, really is. Yeah and so I didn't count TV movies and I didn't count reruns so the the lowest rerun was Full House and the lowest TV movie was something called The Room Upstairs with um, Sarah Jessica Parker wow yeah yeah it looked very it was a Hallmark Hall of Fame movie so you know it could eventually get in there oh, you, you never know, know. Um, but it's something called Houston Nights people are clamoring to know about what happens in Houston at night does it take place in the Astrodome it's entirely set. <laughs> is Astrodome. Mike Scott in it? He's one of the detectives. Tim and Denny Walling. <laughs> I just love. This is so 1987. Like the guitar. Oh, they're there. They're in the Astrodome. <laughs> I swear to God, they were they're in the, Look, look. Oh wait. Uh, they they literally pause on the Astrodome. Of course. Look. Like that's what everybody knows about Houston. Oh, I love it. Besides the space, besides NASA.
0: Michael Parry too. Oh, from Eddie and the Cruisers? Of course.
1: Michael Beck, whoever that is. Ooh, lifting weights. Ride
0: courses. They never do legs, though, in the 80s. The only lift upper body.
1: <laughs> what a stupid thing. Oh, uh, everybody's happy. Here's the shocker. This was on for two seasons. Wow. I, I never... We watched everything, and I don't remember that you know at what is, it What is a good idea for
0: uh, in this... Cut out if you want to save this for, as an idea for later. Yeah, sure. For a podcast, is we watch shows that just had one episode and were taken off the air. I, I be- don't know if
1: that's on something. I, I bet that exists that podcast because yeah. that sounds like a thing that would be a thing. Yeah, it's a great idea though. <laughs> I'm not, I can't disagree. <laughs> yeah. So Houston nights. nights. With a K, by the way. I was going to say, I wish it was Houston Knights, like a
0: time travel initiative, like where they go back to, like, they find a time machine and they go back to where they're currently used, but they go back and there's knights there somehow, even though they weren't there. It's just Native 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 Americans, Americans. but they're knights. But they're knights.
1: That's a fucking great idea. It's like an alternate reality. Yes. They go back to, They're they're, they're on Earth, too. (laughs) (laughs) I love that so much. Houston Knights. God, it, I I spent so much time looking at this today. Just I was just <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell you the premise. So Chicago Cop is transferred to Houston, where he teams up with a Texas lawman. So that's like the, you know, like like the Red Big Heat, City. like Belushi and Schwarzenegger teaming up to stop the mob. Yeah. Huh. Who else would you pick? Yeah. All right, Ken. This one again, Wheelhouse. When I looked at the top ten songs from this week on yeah. Billboard, it is unreal. It's a who's who. It really is of like great songs. One-hit wonders, mm-hmm. just nonsense. Yeah, I, I I, obviously knew this
0: game was coming. Of course. Uh, now, I have an idea. I have a guess, but I think I might be a little early on it. That's all right. i th- I'm thinking, like, Rick Astley, never going to give you up.
1: I think you're but, a hair early. Yeah, I remember that might being be, like, like 88. 88. I remember when we moved to Wanakew, looking at houses and hearing that song a yeah. thousand times on radio. It was on, the on all the yeah. time. I would bet if I went, like, one more week, it would probably be on here. So this is the end of 1987. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. Every late 80s artist is within a month of each other.
0: Uh, I guess, I'm trying to think what album. It might be Madonna. might be Whitney Houston. Mm -hmm. Two Houston references in a row.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're in the neighborhood here. (laughs) Debbie Gibson or Deborah Gibson? So no, but you're you're on the right track. So I'm going to count down the artists from June. So okay. Lisa Lisa, Whitney In the Houston. Cult Jam
0: or just Lisa Lisa? Uh
1: and no full force either. <laughs> Whitney Houston, Hart, Bob Seeger, weird, um, from Beverly Hills Cop two. You okay. two Madonna, mm-hmm. Los Lobos. Mm. I'm, sure, oh. I'm sure you know what song that yeah, is. Of course I do. Michael Jackson with Sade Garrett. I don't know who that was. That was like that's well, Sade. No. Or Sade. No, no, it's spelled very differently. It's not S A D E. No. I know who Sade is. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, because I'm she... disgusted. You thought I wouldn't know what that was. Fuck I apologize. You. Fuck you. I know it's a holiday, so I'll let it go. <laughs> Whitney Houston again. Mm-hmm. White Snake. Mm-hmm. Here we go again, I was assuming. Then, Lisa Lisa and Colt Jam featuring Full head Force. To Lost in Emotion. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, Head to Toe is a great song, though, too. Michael Jackson again, solo. Mm-hmm. Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Billy Idol. Mm-hmm. Want to guess what dumb song that was? It wasn't... Uh, that one was later. I don't... I don't. Yeah, it's after the big hits and before Cradle of Love. yeah. Moni Moni, he did that cover? Yeah,
0: <laughs> played at every bar with every drunk
1: girl screaming. Yeah, the lyrics. Well, or Weird Al's version, Alimony, which I enjoy. <laughs> Double pun there. Bill Medley, I've had the time of my life. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, huge yeah. hit. Yeah. And then, the number one. She was a member of a band who went solo. <laughs> you know, I hate these. I know. That's why it's fun. <laughs> Here we go. We'll, we'll do it this way. Oh, a little a little BC. It's a great song. Oh, my God. This is like this is a time machine for me. Yeah, it's riding around your mom's car, probably, oh. like I was. But this is a good song. It, it is. L- it, but it would also be like on Light FM. Yeah, right. It was on PLJ. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. Did you see K-Rock is now Alternative Rock? Yeah. Some- I might
0: drop serious and just listen to 93.
1: Somebody asked me like, "What was K Rock before that?" I was like, "It was, it was and they were grunge." Like, yeah, well, they were like, "Oh, it was a uh, pop hits." I'm like, "No, fuck you." Yeah, the last song after that was where did it go? And then Faith by George Michael, which I think dom- Okay. I thought dominated. that was '88, but okay. Yeah, it's very end of. Oh yeah, I guess so.
0: it's '87 yeah, December. Yeah, but that's actually a really good one.
1: All right, last one. Box office. Yeah. Winter. I, I have a feeling I.
0: Uh, I was, I'm was. i really confident in this, but I'm going to guess Lethal Weapon. Oh, I believe
1: that was a summer movie, uh, if I, I was recall correctly. Like, because it takes place in Christmas? Yeah, you're right. I, but it's L.A., so it's not. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, damn, I am I'm so curious confident when that. that. No, that's, it's a great guess. I can't argue with it. Counting down for number five, The Running Man. Oh, good movie. Cinderella reissue. yeah Fatal Attraction, great movie. Yeah, I was surprised that wasn't number one. Actually, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Love that movie. Three Men and a Baby. I don't like that movie. I <laughs> saw that in the theater with my dad when I was nine, and I w- I was the one who wanted to see it. Yeah, I wanted to see it. Yeah, I told my parents, Why wouldn't we? I get to see one movie this year. Make it Three Men and a Baby. Yeah, because I why- mean we watched Cheers also. Why wouldn't Made I for be children. interested in you know fatherhood and? <laughs> not knowing who the father is like why would i like that i don't know but we <laughs> did fucking idiots Ugh. so we'll take a listen to that Vince? tom Selleck. Steve Gutenberg. Goots, Ted Danson, Jeff, Oh, you look different. What happened? I'm dressed. That's it. That's is that. Her it. Name Russo? Three. Nah, Russo, not in that. it looked man, like her. Yeah. To meet
2: some incredibly perfect women. So many
1: women. Yeah. <laughs> so, so little time? So little
2: time. Yeah. Now, at last, they're about to find that. I believe Robert
0: Loggia is the detective there in there?
1: Maybe it's not, but it's like a Robert Loggia type. If he's, he's in it, he's the detective. Yeah.
2: Of course, it's a baby. It's your baby. No.
1: I I wanted to see it I saw yes. this trailer yeah. when you know but what I'm I need. A, I'm in. I the I'm all in. I had to
2: go to three different places by
0: four different kinds of formulas. And I
1: do like everybody in that movie. They're all they're all likable and good actors. Yeah, like comedic actors. did yeah. a doodle. doodle. Doodle, yes, doodle. You haven't been able to work or to sleep. And this is a good trailer. They cut this, cut this well. That's why we wanted to, to see it. it.
0: I assemble cities of the future. I can certainly put together a diaper. <laughs> love Tom so look Please tell me what the hell is going on around here. Figure it out for yourself. Are they always this
2: strange? Yes. Since they got involved with another woman.
0: Touchstone pictures. <laughs> I think about it. The movie is kind of, of weird. Three successful men, men living together. Girl. Yeah.
1: That are all straight. And they can't get a paternity a test? Child. Was that, or what was it? They The, the baby got left? Yeah, they left it. And then they got involved in like a- What a hilarious concept. Like a drug ring. Yes, that's right.
0: Because Ted Danson was, spoiler alert, Ted Danson was the dad, but he was away, I know way too much about this movie. For a guy who doesn't like it. He was away, like, shooting a movie or some shit, and Selick and the Goots had to take care of the baby, and they get involved in, like, this drug ring where they hide the drugs in the diaper. Yes. How is that not a show? (laughs) Selick and the (laughs) Goots.
1: Yeah, this was the part that sold it. Good
0: night,
2: sweetheart. Good night. Three men. Was it
0: 80? in New York? I think it took place yeah, in New York. Definitely. New York. To
1: <sighs> definitely New York. I'll, I'll, <laughs> that was a good way back. Machine. Yeah. It, 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 I knew it would be good. Oh, do you want to hear what people on YouTube thought about the reboot? They should reboot this and who with? Yes. I wouldn't mind. Channing Tatum? I wouldn't mind. You're oh, good. Go keep going. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Ryan Gosling? No, but great guess. Uh,
0: Justin Timberlake? No. But That's the movie, right? Those yeah, three? Because you have to have the different
1: types. See, that yeah. to me is the thing. Is So Channing Tatum. Maybe Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, today guy? would be yeah, yeah. It would be much more diverse. Channing Tatum, James Franco, Robert Pattinson. No, now to be that's fair, not that's not the from movie. From like a what looks to be a nineteen-year-old gay guy. So well, you know. And to be fair, a nineteen-year-old gay guy in 1907 would have enough, wanted those three guys. There's not enough charisma there. No,
0: you need Pattinson some...
1: has no charisma. No, he plays a vampire. He's, as well. He's apparently he's good in that new movie. He's in, but yeah, he's not the guy. Right? Though. No, no, you need you need a comedic actor, like a serious actor, and then like someone in between. Right, you're dancing. Right, exactly. Yeah, I agree with you.
0: I should write it. I'm trying to think. Yeah, so how hard could it be? Channing Tatum, Gosling could be like the serious guy. He he could be in the middle though. But too. you need a you need a comedy because T- Channing uh, Channing Tatum does comedy too. Yeah, but. who's
1: on TV though now? Like like it would be like could make the move. I don't even know like, there, uh, sitcom people
0: from How to Met Your Mother or one of those. Nerds. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you're probably you right. could gussy them up to be good looking. Yeah. I
1: guess. Mm. <laughs> Directed by Leonard Nimoy, lest we forget. <sighs> Fair enough. All right. All right let's do this. Are you ready? I'm, I, you ready for a little hobo stew? This this is my choice. So I, I'm very excited. I love hobo I love this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 when I was watching it, I thought, they know how to make a movie.
0: Yeah. It's well made. Well, you know what it is, too, is that we've watched a lot of turds. Like, you can't, it's tough to go watch the turds we've been watching and then watch this and be like, ooh, these are good actors and it's- in a well made movie with a good. Yeah, plot, you're half right. an
1: hour in and the story's a third over.
0: Like, There's no right. bullshit. Yeah, they it's just the like, fat. how are they working it out now? It's like a good hobo stew, no fat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I hope you have the, the saying written down. It sticks to your guts or yeah, sticks to your I, 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 kidneys. It's <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll listen to it. it can't uh, be hard to all find. Right. Uh, and with that, God. all right, you know this is going to be good because we open up a moving cargo train.
1: <laughs> I wrote down... <laughs> If you want hobos, this movie has hobos. Like it, They don't fuck around. There is no cold open. We're right in the middle of these yeah. stinky hobos. Just jump, just jump <laughs> off that train with these hobos.
0: That's the clip I took for the last episode. The only episode. thing I'm I'm a little upset about is there wasn't the
1: stick with the polka dot sack on it. I don't know what that's called. But this is why it's a good movie. I wrote down no bindle sticks because they're too <laughs> cliche. I knew you would do the name. Yeah, because I love that they didn't go that route. They, in fact, they take it seriously. They talk about how to be a they, hobo in they the movie. Did. Like if you saw this and went, you know, I was this thinking was about this is a tutorial on how to be a hobo. Yeah. I feel <laughs> if you were thinking about it and you saw this before the internet, you're out at the train tracks, like you're like ready to go with your extra <laughs> pair of shoes and the quarters in your heels. Just make sure you sleep with them on your chest. Yeah, yeah, not on your feet because. Is it easier to steal them that way? Like, I don't know. I well, this is never going to get done. And why, would you, why would you want them that close to your face? they got to smell. Like, if you're a hobo. <laughs> Does it matter?
0: All right, so we open up on the cargo train where there's just a car full of hobos, which nobody's
1: policing this cargo train, I guess. It's kind of like Saved by the Bell. Like where, normally I bet the hobos travel alone or in small num- very yeah. small, like one or two people, whereas this one it had This like, was a uh, band of hobos. Yeah, this was the bayside of hobo cars. Oh they were just God. all there, and they had all the types. It was like, a gaggle of hobos. Yeah, they had the Screech type, they had the Zach Morris type, they had AC Slater, they had the Young Woman- it was, uh, it was very interesting. So we meet Chance, who is the main character. Chance, I forgot, Grovner. Apparently his hobo stew is legendary, which we learn more about. Which he tells you, so you got to be yeah, suspect. It's true. But he does a nice thing there where he tells you about everybody. He uh, does. How everybody's special and what they do.
0: We also meet Cincinnati Herald, who's his hobo friend. Let's start out as
1: friend. Yeah, there is something going on right. there. I,
0: I want to dissect that later.
1: Uh, well, but, but it starts here because... Cincinnati Herald is really upset that Chance is not going to be with him on Christmas. Yeah, Chance wants to stop in Salt Lake. They don't say
0: Salt Lake City, but it is Salt Lake City because you see that on the mission later. Yeah, of course. But it's like Salt Lake City, Utah. He finds out his son is living there that he hasn't seen in 25 years. Which How does he know? This is my first question. How does he know? I have all these questions written down. I, I have no idea. There's, Cause, cause how would
1: he know? How does he know where to mail anything? How's he getting that information? Because well, so Joe McRaney later says, "You you found us," but like, how did he in the library or like? I don't know.
0: It, it was almost like like Grovner or uh, Chance says. Kind of, he it was by like word of mouth because they like go to his old neighborhood.
1: Right. And, the, and the hobos do have that, you know, culture or whatever, right? Like they, they, that's how they communicate. There's no, you know, so it's not impossible, but it was very, he found them very easily. Yeah. It, the beginning of the movie should have been him at the mailbox or at the, or finding the address and dropping the postcard in. Yeah. Just to say like, this is, because I felt like this is not right. Yeah. He just knew
0: to go to Salt Lake. Like that's not place you like. It's not a destination you normally go to unless you're a skier. No, imagine.
1: you go to California, which is what Cincinnati Herald. Right, is trying that's to... what
0: Cincinnati Herald wants. He's right. It's winter. Yeah, go to. He wants to go to San Fran or LA or whatever. He did say he was a huge John Stockton fan though, so he was like, "We <laughs> gotta
1: <did>. gotta go <laughs> see did. the mailman. See this
0: rookie point guard, <laughs> extraordinaire. Yeah, it's, he's playing with the mailman, and we all want to see that. <laughs> all right. So, like I said, it turns out Chance's son lives in Salt Lake, and he wants to see him for the first time in 25 years. And then we meet Charlie uh who is chance's son we see he has a son and a daughter he drops him off at school you skipped one thing i did in the hobo car
1: okay there are two young hobos there are they're a man and a wife very attractive yeah like, they were they were new hobos though to be fair they had no mileage on the face no they didn't they in fact this is i believe
0: what, this is their first hobo adventure
1: that's what i got out all of right that. all right because i was like they're too beautiful to stick with this like yeah they like later in the movie, there's some bad hobo beards, and this guy had one of those bad, like painted, like yeah. childhood costume hobo beards. It was not, it was not real at all. I, <laughs> I, I, it bothered me. I was like, all right, because that they, was, they're the only characters who get introduced. And we really only get, we get a payoff, but it, yeah, I didn't give not, a shit. Like, I yeah, didn't need it.
0: So we meet Charlie, has a son and daughter, he drops him off at school in this amazing brown Dodge Ram van. That just immediately brought me back to 1987.
1: Yeah, and like just it really communicates everything you know about his character. Like he's angry and gruff. He doesn't give a shit. He's yeah. just like get out of the car. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want? He for was Christmas? a dad in 1987. Yeah, right. That had... was real. Re- that was reality. Yeah. Like you didn't care
0: about your kids' lives or what they did. No. It was as an army. <laughs> you were building people
1: to help you with chores. <laughs> I do. And if you're wondering if Joe McCraney wears a cowboy hat, he does. Yeah. Of course he does. <laughs> what else would he wear? So we we
0: cut back the chance for a little bit. He has a band of hobo friends. Like, do they have a union? You think? Like, I, I they were like this. Like we said, they're like this big group. Like, how did they like? The, it was
1: just very odd to me. I don't think, like you said, I don't think that's the way it really works. Yeah, they would communicate with each other with the symbols and stuff, but I don't know that there's that much. I I don't know actually. Maybe we're wrong. But it, it seemed unlikely, because they were like they were arguing like old married couples, yeah. like they just were at each other the right. whole time. Like, why travel with people that, I thought that's why you ran away to be a hero. Exactly. That yeah. was what I kept thinking the whole time. You got Now you got Cincinnati Herald up your ass. Before it was your <laughs> wife, you ran away. Like, right. what is the point? <laughs> what is the point? No pun right. intended on Cincinnati Herald yeah, up your uh, ass. Uh, yeah, I didn't even mean to you. do it, but. Charlie
0: is a police officer. He's trying to get off Christmas Day to be with his kids, uh, but he doesn't have seniority yet, and Sarge isn't having it, having any of it. I mean, that's part of being a cop is you have to work on Christmas sometimes. Like, my dad was a police officer. Like, there was Christmases where... That was all I could think about was your dad. Because yeah, he like, reminds me of your dad. He's like a he, tall guy he with was, a mustache yeah, and he did. he's complaining and like, about it. I remember, like, a specific Christmas. Um, uh, Might have been 1987. My dad would might have been working, like, midnight shift where he got home and then, like, was asleep for probably five minutes and had to wake up for Christmas morning. And I just remember him being, oh. like, so groggy and bleary-eyed. Yeah, he just like, like... Yeah, It was the dumb. worst.
1: Screaming idiot child
0: So we cut back to Chance Who's taking
1: a shower At the YMCA Where she stayed the mission But when he checks in Yeah So the clerk is like Very friendly right The first two people Who step up He's like Oh hey Who seem to be regulars Yeah And he's like Oh you're You know But he was trying to make it seem Like the YMCA was nice He's like Oh you're a power fat burn class It it sounded like a class You would have today Honestly Right yeah And then hobo grandpa Comes up and Chance Chance Hobo grandpa (laughs) He comes up and the, granddad. And the uh, granddad, sorry, granddad. The clerk does not even greet him. No so, so the hobo is like, Hey, how are you doing today or whatever? No, no response. He says it again, no response. And he's like, he like basically threatens him. What does he say? The quote, he's like, you know, courtesy pays off big and it costs you nothing. He was yeah. like he was like basically saying, like I'm coming for you, clerk. <laughs> it was very menacing. And the clerk's hair was very bad. And it was like a quarter for a shower and a dollar for this. Yeah, he ran down and, like yeah. the list. He's like, "Oh, we uh, we had to raise the prices for, for itinerants." I was like, "Oh boy!" Like, or, I, I thought he said vagrants. Oh, maybe, maybe yeah. I yeah. But, but it, he was insulting the man. Yeah, he was did, insulting. Did you grandma. see the back of his hair though? He had that like curly flip at the back. Oh yeah, it was All right. very bad. I like that. I laughed
0: for a while. <laughs> So he's taking a shower at this YMCA where there's literally 20 people in this bathroom just like, it looked like the Chicago Bears locker room. Like there there were people (laughs) everywhere. It's a madhouse. It was crazy. I thought it was weird that Richard Dent was there. (laughs) It was also the steamiest bathroom in America. That's all I wrote. It looked like they had dry ice in there. It was
1: like he walked in and it was just 150 (laughs) degrees. It was like a sauna. Yeah, it was amazing. And he was loving it. He's singing. Yeah. He's the worst guy to have at the gym.
0: He's the worst. This is, I, these are the guys that are at Planet Fitness. That's why I can't go there. <laughs> just everybody's elderly, doesn't know what they're doing, and just happy. Right, right, That's not what the gym
1: is about. No, no. it's like everything else. It's a job. Yeah. Go in there, do your business. And he's singing, and I I was like, if, I wanted to get shanked so bad. Because it was so steamy. It was like Oz, you know? Yeah. Like where you just come in and just like, <laughs> quick, give it to a random chance. That abuse he was in there. <laughs> I couldn't think of it. <laughs> Chance decides he's gonna go find his
0: find Charlie at the police station. How does he know his son's a police officer? I don't know.
1: I guess maybe he kept. because He said so a couple times they they fudged the dates. So at one point he says he left twenty years ago. Another point the since a Harold says fifteen. So it's oh. possible he might have been there recently enough to know what happened. I don't know though. It, it's very strange. It's interesting. But what I really love about this whole sequence when mm-hmm. he gets to Salt Lake is that he can't keep up with the fast pace of Salt Lake. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's like gruff and in a hurry and i'm like what is happening i'm sure it's got to be one of the nicest cities in america like Pro- where people are just friendly so. yeah they don't drink caffeine like there's yeah. no
0: way everybody walks i'm sure there's no probably no traffic every
1: single person looks at him like he's a it's piece flat, of shit it's spread out yeah the, the police officer the clerk everybody in the service industry is, is a piece of shit it's you're so right. weird you're right that is oh. so true it, they treat it like they're not make salt like a the place to be no it's very strange and nobody no, had jazz stuff on the music or the team <laughs> no yeah i it was just very weird i didn't understand why they made it so fast yeah paced. i didn't think about that but you're totally right yeah like yeah it's like come on buddy what do you need i'm like this yeah you're new not york. very mormon it's not a newsstand in new york like if this is like if this is fucking superman quest for peace right <laughs> i would have understood <laughs> it's true all right so charlie
0: goes uh to the hospital drop off a santa suit which i don't know why they don't have their own santa suit but whatever uh we made his girlfriend <laughs> i forget his girlfriend's name Linda or something, who is a nurse. She's thinking about taking a job in San Francisco to promotion for her. While at the hospital, Charlie gets a call that his dad is at the police station and Charlie does not look pleased to find out. But
1: what I didn't understand about that, or, or what I found, okay, what I found both real and authentic, but also weird... And I think what I love about this movie is Gerald McCraney's emotional journey. Yeah. Like, he he legitimately comes to grips with how he feels. It takes yeah. the whole movie. He's a good actor. Yeah. He's like a – he's so bottled up for the whole movie. And then by the end, you, like, feel like he found something. Like, he did it. Even though I don't necessarily like the way the movie ended. Yeah. But me neither. The girlfriend is one gets a job offer at a big San Francisco hospital, of course. <laughs> right? <laughs> Why not? And it's more money, and little does she know. And it's a better job. She's gonna have to deal with that earthquake in two years. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say Pedro from the real really, world. She's really
0: dodged the bullet. There. <laughs> No spoilers, but yeah, right guys, <laughs> that would have been a disaster for her.
1: And but I'm like, just move to fucking San Francisco. You don't like it here anyway. Well, that's, yeah, that's the thing. They have no ties to Salt Lake. He, besides, just, he, he says early in the movie or later in the movie, we picked up and just moved west.
0: Yeah, they just picked Salt Lake. He got a job. Couldn't he become? He now he has a couple years on the force. Couldn't he just become a cop in San
1: Francisco? I'm sure it's better pay. Or or as we learn, be a woodworker, which is what he wants to do right. anyway. He wants to be an independent business owner. Why not there? with more people and more, like, hipsters that love homemade furniture. Exactly. Who gives a shit? Why? He holds... This is what I hated about this. He holds her back because he's emotionally stunted and I did not like that. Yeah, you're right. right. I mean, this is still the time when the guy's called the shots. I know, but it's so... It seemed like they were building to not that because they were so like it, like the, they built the, the relationship seemed like it was more fair than that to me. I agree. I agree. And then it wasn't. I was like, but she, uh, yeah, right, does, we'll get to the end of the end. But I was I was surprised he didn't go like, yeah, take the job, we'll go. And then when the dad comes, that that's the tension, right? Like they're leaving, he's leaving. It, I don't know. I felt like that was a better movie, but.
0: You're right. All
1: right, they all meet right. up. They
0: meet up and uh, there's some anim- animosity there. Charlie's like. Let's go and give you a ride back to
1: the Michigan, uh, Michigan, to mis- to the mission, like because I don't want to deal with you, basically. Yeah, but because he, he comes back to the police station, and there. So when you, we get to the police station, there's two like punks yeah. sitting there, and they don't like the hobo either. No, why? And the desk sergeant doesn't like him either. Why would those two punks care? They look at him like he's. How do they know scumb- he's a hobo? Well, <laughs> see that to me seems fairly obvious. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I mean I know he took a shower, but yeah, you know that he's got some issues. Oh, okay, but they look at him. He's very polite, and he sits down, and they look at him, and these guys are like dressed like 80s punks, like cut off leather vests sure. and shit. Why do they give a shit? I just I, They were so nasty. They were just dragged off the mean streets of Salt
0: Lake. Yeah, right.
1: Oof. Somebody saw them drinking a, a Mountain Dew. Yeah, that was it. You're going to jail. Go to the
0: clink. <laughs> So we find out on the ride when he's bringing his dad back to the mission, we find out Charlie's wife has died. The dad wants to meet his grandkids, which I don't even know how he has grandkids. How does he know anything? Word of mouth, I guess. Like, I, whatever.
1: Yeah, but did you notice, too, when they walk out of the police department what kind of cars they had? No. It was all Chevy celebrities. <laughs> of course. Like, why wouldn't it? Is that the only car they made? That Chevy? And Toy- that and Toyota Supers? No, like the two
0: cars that were on the road at that, oh, at that yeah.
1: time. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it competed in the, like, Honda Accord, Toyota Camry... <laughs> Market. I, the Reese Mandels had a celebrity, so don't worry. Wow. Pre-Subaru. Yeah. My dad wanted a Camry, and they didn't have any in stock, so he was like, fuck you, and he went and got a celebrity. <laughs> it's the same car. We, we showed them. We got the shittier car. <laughs> the door locks. Did he at least bored. get the Le? The limited a, edition? That's a good question. My brother inherited it. I'll ask him, because he eventually drove that car. He's still driving it, isn't he? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> God. It's a death trap, I'm sure. <laughs> It it wasn't 87 if I recall correctly But anyway I might have been 85 I'm sure it was gray Absolutely (laughs) It was definitely gray I don't know if they made another color Maybe beige Well just the ones in the movie Which were like beige or, or white maybe
0: Sports, the hot
2: looking road machine with the performance hardware to make it really sizzle it's hard to believe it's a family car at a chevy price 87 chevy celebrity eurosport
0: family value from
1: chevy,
2: Way to go, chevy.
0: so charlie drops him back in the mission and heads home his house is enormous
1: it is a mansion basically On a policeman's salary. It's Salt Lake. This is the reason not to move to San Francisco, by the way. That's the only reason. Did you notice, too, when they left the police lot? he just tears out of there. He does. He doesn't even let him close the door. Yeah, he almost falls out of the car.
0: Chance almost rolls right out of there because you know nobody wore their seatbelts in nineteen. Oh yeah, I'm not a hobo. He rides fucking trains. Do you think he's gonna put on a seatbelt? <laughs> the train with the Give door me a open. break. door December, Utah. He would have been happier it was in the it's Probably Trump. five degrees.
1: <laughs> but he tears out. Of, he's so mad. Yeah, he's so he mad. drops the hammer. Oh, for sure. I'm with a celebrity too, by the way, which you know, not easy to do, Not easy to drop the hammer. Also, so we we see the kids again. They are really
0: obnoxious. They're I, awful. I children. did not.
1: But again, this is why the movie's good. I know. These kids were not TV kids. They no. were just kids. They were obnoxious. They were
0: so friggin' obnoxious. The boy, obnoxious. Bobby. He's a piece of shit. Little shit. That's what I wrote. <laughs> I hated him. The daughter I could tolerate. So then we're back with the. This movie does jump around a little bit. We're back with the hobos. Can't this movie just be about the hobos? Can't they have a spinoff with just the hobos? Yeah, like a hobos' New Year.
1: Oh, like they do one for every holiday, like the Gary Marshall yeah, movies, just, like, like just a hobo's about Valentine's them,
0: Day. Now, like now we've introduced you to these characters; they're gonna have their own thing.
1: I would watch that movie with the boxcar hobos. Yeah, and they go city to they city. They do anything. So, like, they, like they're in it Milwaukee. Could be like a television show. They're in Milwaukee for Valentine's Day, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why Milwaukee? Why not Milwaukee? It's not like city. It doesn't make any more sense. True. That's where Cincinnati is really pick, from. They like,
0: B cities. They never go to like L.A. or New no, York. No, they can't afford that. They just go to like Fort Lauderdale and
1: San Antonio. So this is right at the moment, at least in my notes, and correct me if I'm wrong, where the kids are being little shits yep. and then he he goes downstairs to work in the- Yep, you're right. That's okay. Nice. Yeah, so
0: Charlie makes furniture on the side.
1: Seems to be like a hobby more than a yeah, business. Yeah, it's more of a
0: hobby. And and like the thing is, like he seems like a busy guy, but this guy has no time for his kids, but he has time to make this elaborate furniture.
1: They're like, Dad, when are we going to get our trees? like, I don't fucking know. I'm going yeah, downstairs. I'm going back to Whittle. I'm going to spend 19 hours building a table, yeah. but we can't get a Christmas tree? Yeah. What's the problem? I don't know. Do he's your bad, shopping. He, he He's definitely not major dad he's, in this movie. No, he he's bottled up. He is mm. bottled up. So this—I have my notes here. Charlie's kind of a dick. <laughs> so this is—I think my favorite scene of the oh, movie. Okay. So I know what mine is, but I thought this might be yours because he goes downstairs yep. and his girlfriend Lori. I looked it up. Yeah. Oh, Lori. Okay. Comes yep. downstairs to talk to him to, to figure out why he's so upset. Because she's like she's an excellent girlfriend. Or she fiance. is. She's very kind. She man. just like comes down very like I understand. Yeah. She's like trying to understand his situation. And she deals with his kids and she's just nice. Yeah and he's he just can't i'm gonna roll it back a little yeah he doesn't even
0: like acknowledge her at some at a certain point Whoop. this is why i enjoy this scene it's <laughs> <Almost laughs>
1: the end of the hobo. Song. i
2: thought he'd ask me to stay <laughs> of
1: course the tree whistle
0: hi you had supper supper
2: yeah i had something at work what do you think charlie it's beautiful <laughs> Yeah, well, if business keeps up this way, I might just hang up the uniform and do this full-time. Ex-steel worker becomes successful woodworker?
1: I started a little word right. to me.
2: So I thought I was going to get to meet your dad. he thought wrong. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, shit. He thought I was going to invite him to stay for Christmas. Yeah, well, what's wrong with that? Good question. My father and I don't need to hurt each other all over again. Oh, Charlie, you said that was a long time ago. Which is exactly where it's going to stay. It's not your family.
1: Oof. Apparently, she wants to be part of it. Yeah, yeah.
2: Too bad he can't. No, I didn't tell the
0: kids. He doesn't even say sorry. No, he's not sorry.
2: Bobby and Kathy have a right to meet their own grandfather.
0: I sent my father away.
2: You didn't answer my question. Yeah. Don't shut me out.
0: He basically my father and me, okay?
2: No, it's not okay. It's better. Oh, you sure don't make it easy for me, do you? I'm trying to get to know the whole Charlie. I mean, how can we ever talk about the future if you're so unwilling to talk about the past?
1: Bubkiss. Staring daggers.
0: Yeah, he basically should have just put walk headphones on.
2: Those kids upstairs have a right to meet their grandfather.
0: This is, it. This is my favorite part. He's <laughs> like a woodpecker.
1: Good night, Charlie.
0: <laughs> just nothing.
1: How does she tolerate this mustachio at the just keeps going. Oh my, my god gosh. She's just staring at him She's not even looking at him Just hammering away Oh my away. god What a jerk it, to- it reminded me of The Will Ferrell dinner sketch Oh my favorite Where they Where, they're, where ever, they're banging uh, the plates of the fort. I forks. drive a Dodge Stratus <laughs> They're just all quiet Just banging it Turns out that I had Accidentally taken Jeff Peabody's keys And he had taken mine we really had a long laugh.
2: Mm, I thought that's who took them.
1: Will you ever let me finish a damn story?
2: <laughs> I, I just assume that Jeff. I would anybody... love to finish
0: one damn story.
2: Your stories are lame, Dad.
0: You don't talk to me like
2: Do that. Not raise Shut your up! You
0: don't talk to me I like not that. Believe I am you a division, believe that division manager. That is very important. Do
2: not raise very your
1: voice. Very important! You don't parents. talk Do you to you me like that! People no, are you... scared of me! Why would anyone be scared of you? I hate you, you big fat turd! <laughs> so hurtful like he just is going out of his way to not respond and and to hammer that thing like in the way that like your parents do when they're angry yeah they can't take it out of you yeah they bottle everything in he's so bottled up oh
0: so she does strike a a nerve with him because he goes and tracks down his dad chance and brings him back to the house so we see the first odd scene of chance is sleeping with his shoes on his chest (laughs) really still don't understand it's not clear to me either but it, we kind of talked about it yeah. right? but it was funny. So this is where it kind of got strange for me. So Charlie gets up the next day and goes to work and just leaves his kids with the with
1: Chance. Yeah, he, what is going on? See, I thought about this a lot. I do think he trusts them in a weird way. Why? Why? I don't know. He survived on the rails, Ken. You he doesn't he, know this think guy. he can't handle the house? He could be he's he could be mentally he
0: could be crazy.
1: That's a good he hasn't one. seen him in a quarter century. To be fair, his best friend is <laughs> What is Harold?
0: What does what Chance know about watching children? Well, he got a kid for a while. What if they have a peanut allergy? Oh, good point. But this is
1: 1987. All that right. Or
0: allergic been. to penicillin or whatever. <laughs> I feel like you're grasping here. I don't know. I, don't, I didn't think it was that he bad. He gives him no instructions. He, he's like, Bobby has hockey practice. Uh, Kathy has piano practice or whatever the hell she I think does.
1: it just reflects the values of the day. Like, kids are in charge of themselves. Yeah. Like, you fuck they You were practice, kids for get, sure, Get but your still, shit together. Yeah, your dad's a cop. Uh, all right. I don't know. It didn't bother me as much. I know. And I, I guess you're right. I'm thinking
0: of 2017. Yeah, that w- it would never happen now. Never. Right. All right. So the, <laughs> the daughter has some. what's a hobo? <laughs> Chance answers, a man who works.
1: Yeah, okay. So I, I guess we're both hobos. But these, ki- these kids ask the right questions. What's a hobo? Why do, you put the, why do you put awesome. the shoes on your chest? Yeah, the questions I was asking. I, I was like, yes, I'm in.
0: <laughs> so Chance takes the kids to Bobby's hockey practice. The order asks him why he left, and he says, he does not again give a clear answer. He said, there were too
1: many changes for him. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, I, I thought he was going to give it to him straight, and then he didn't. No. It, could, it felt like oh here's where he's going to like really explain himself. So this is my my favorite part. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. And I I should have told you to queue it up, but we can look for it. Bobby is skating and it takes a vicious cross check oh, to the oh, back. Oh, he gets
1: run over.
0: And they cut to the to Chant and the daughter who are- laughing.
1: They're hysterically laughing at
0: his misfortune.
1: You could tell they were laughing at it like something else.
0: He got drilled in, right in the back. It was so great. I laughed out loud.
2: Cause is dying,
1: honey. <laughs> good question, Bobby. Right on it. He's hey, a piece of shit, but right? he's yeah. right.
0: You he gets sure? run. <laughs> it's over. It's so good. How
1: did you leave home?
0: I have my thoughts on what well, kind of Kathy? type of player Bobby is too.
2: I think of it this way: long time ago, there was this man.
0: You. Yeah. Is yeah. this an answer he gives her? She's Listen. right on it.
2: Growing up, there wasn't a thing in this world that I was afraid to take on. Never did less than well in anything I ever tried. I was a salesman, a traveling salesman. That's true. Came in time for change. There's Too many changes for me.
0: <laughs> that's it. That's all he tells her.
2: How much is your father told yeah.
1: you about me? What? The thudded an answer. It feels like, like Obi Wan Kenobi. He like he's like trying to like tell yeah, him yeah, stuff without him. In the Bobby and I knew what you looked like right yeah. away. Yeah. Oh. Boom. He, <laughs> he just laughed right at him. <laughs> he can't even get up either. Oh, Bobby got a concussion. Oh, yeah. well.
0: I think he's like a uh, Claude Mew, Sean Avery type player. Oh, yeah. And the big kid just had too much of it. Yeah, just he
1: gets under your skin. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought the r- same. Random, but but no talent either. He could skate a little, but yeah, I was actually shocked they he could skate so well. Yeah, I but. didn't know if they cast him just simply for the ability to get on the ice. Uh, so the next day, they uh, all of them go to pick out a Christmas Christmas tree at the rail yard. Well, remember this is why they went to Salt Lake, right? Because the hobos are allowed to work where they sell the trees. But why did he? Are they the middlemen? Or do they cut down the trees and bring them in? No, I think they're unloading them. Oh, Remember okay. they showed that one? Oh, yeah, right, where the okay. guys are
0: like running an auction illegally? Christmas
1: trees? Yes, that's right. Okay. <laughs> I wish my mom this had whole enterprise get a tree from hobos. I would have loved this that. This whole enterprise
0: is odd.
1: Like, yeah. and they
0: why, do they, why do these two momos know so much about Christmas trees? They know every type, the quality. I guess because his dad
1: was like a salesman, maybe. He has, is it like, because like, they know about woodworking, so they know about oh, that's Christmas good. trees? Oh, that makes way more sense, yeah. I think you're right. I didn't even think of that, but yeah. Okay. It's at least, I don't it didn't feel inauthentic to me. It did seem like these idiots would know that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All right, so the next, <laughs>
0: they're back at the house, and this is my tied for my favorite part of the movie, where he shows Bobby a hobo knife, <laughs> which was a Swiss Army knife. Yeah.
2: The Simpsons are right in the rails.
1: Cool, a dead hobo.
2: Ah! Morning, folks. What are you gonna do to us? Now, don't worry, I'm not a stabbing hobo, I'm a singing hobo. Oh. Nothing beats the hobo life. Stabbing folks, with my hobo knife.
0: I was hoping he <laughs> I was hoping he was gonna pull out a spork and call that a hobo knife. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look at my hobo knife. Yeah, here you go. Look, I could eat mashed potatoes and steak. Oh my god, that was the the, the, the tree hobo to knife. I, the tree picking out was just. What, what's your issue with it? It just like the grandpa comes in. He's trying to be apologetic. He wants to be. He wants to be part of their lives or right. whatever. And which I get right. Like, and then he starts being a dick about the tree, like yeah. for no reason. He's like, like, he was the expert. Yeah, he he's thought. like, I'm I'm past putting a price on Christmas. Yeah, because you have no money. That's what, I was, that's what I wrote. Like, also, I have no money except shoe quarters. I, uh, I th- <laughs> so I thought being a hobo was not caring about money anymore. Yeah, because you have different. You have to trade sex on the <laughs> on the rails with Cincinnati Herald. I don't know. I sincerely don't know. But he acts continuously through the movie. He acts like he has money. Yeah, he acts like he has, like. He's like, I wanted to pay for that. It's a wad in his in his shoe. Like, <sighs> uh, maybe he did. Dad should let him pay for it. Like, why not? Why not? What's he gonna spend it on? A hobo stew stick? Or uh, you know, you know who she, we should have asked to be
0: on this episode with us? Oh no! With C- Cincinnati Herald? Oh. the Pika Kid, Biloxi Slim, and especially Omaha John Bosgrove. <laughs> I wrote those down too. You're um, gonna, you're gonna love my game later. I'm very I excited. Actually, we're gonna find out the celebrity that worth of Omaha John Bosgrove. <laughs> 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 all right so oh, we come God. to the part where was the problem i had i had the biggest problem with was they're making hobo stew in the backyard he's showing the kids you did the how biggest to make hobo- problem with this i did interesting all right as you know uh as you know i'm a bit of a germaphobe
1: okay i that's what i thought you were gonna say but i was still
0: curious yeah I, i'm not like like super but like i wash my hands a lot like i thought it was weird that you were wearing a
1: surgical mask in here <laughs>
0: Like I'm not like a a, a maniac about it, but uh, I b- like sanitary board, you things. You border on mania, right? So they're making it now. I understand when you're a hobo, you have to make it in a garbage in a garbage can, but do you have to make it in a garbage can when you have access to other things.
1: Yeah, where do you think the flavor comes from?
0: I mean, it, I know
1: is, it was the '80s and it was a different time. But this was the scene that I remembered from when I saw. It well, the how first could you time. not? It, it stuck in my head that hobo stew. Just was, like the hobo stew sticks to your <laughs> sides, sticks to your ribs.
0: Yeah, gives you energy. Okay. <laughs> Whatever, yeah. I mean, it seems very unsanitary. There, There's no lining
1: in the can. But it, they're boiling it. They're boiling it. That doesn't matter. <laughs> I I, uh, love, I love that it's the classic aluminum trash can, too. Like, it, oh, it was. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, the, the can did look brand new. Yeah, well, of course, they, they didn't want you to think what you were thinking. It, it yeah. did look new, but you know.
0: And the kids thought this was the, the time of their life. This They thought this was the
1: greatest thing ever. I guess it kind of was, Like because it's almost like... um. Like making s'mores or something, right? Like you go in the backyard, <laughs> you're lighting a fire under a trash can. I don't know. You do know what I mean? It felt fun. I oh, don't know. They were having fun. As long as you don't hide
0: your sausage under your cabbage. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I laughed out loud at that, too. I was like, oh, boy. This is-
0: uh all Not right. good. So they, they eat the hobo stew, which Major Dad was not too happy about. He was like, he
1: made <laughs> yeah. it, he's like, ooh. Yeah, he got your this reaction. Is made, this is made in a cra- trash can? <laughs> yeah, no, he goes, we're having hobo stew. He's like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Son's like we made it in the trash can. He's like, I'm going to take this downstairs. and uh, yeah. Let right. well, your dad,
0: uh, let your granddad try this first. <laughs> we
2: cook hobo stew outside in yeah. a garbage can. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, I'll just, uh... <laughs> the bowl, yeah, the bowl I'm the with you, Charlie. House. I'll just I'll go preemptively you know, shit I'm my brains go. out. <laughs> <laughs> you know there's only one toilet in that house, too. I wanted to take it to him. Daddy
2: wants to talk to him. How do you know? Because I know. Know why? All you do is ask questions. You're such a geek. <laughs> At least I didn't hide my cabbage under my sausage. <laughs>
1: That's what I wanted you're, Yeah You're such yeah. a geek At least I yeah. had my captain. Yeah sausage.
0: I laughed out loud At that part too <laughs> You're such a perfect. geek Yeah it was so perfect <laughs> Oh yeah that's what I wrote He is such a geek Okay I was trying I could not figure out Oh my god So this whole like In the beginning Like they want
1: uh, Charlie To play Santa At, at the hospital He doesn't want to do it Which you know Right When he goes to When he takes them To dinner downstairs though They have this conversation yeah. About woodworking Where they like They both want to Yeah have they're both a, good At woodworking Yeah and they both like Want to have a business It seems like Yeah And I'm like, what is this? So the grandpa explains how he was a salesman, and then the big stores pushed out the traveling salesman, so he became a hobo. Right. But I'm like, now you want to be a woodworker? What do you think is going to happen with woodworking? (laughs) (laughs) Bob Bob's store is going to come in, and IKEA. It's not like that's like a thriving. (laughs) I have a good foresight too. Jesus Christ! Like, uh, yeah, you're you're right. What are you going to be a typewriter
0: repairman like? But I'm like I. They were, I didn't know that was happening all the way back then where the big guys were starting. That must have been the beginning. I mean, it seemed like, so that would have been. Pushing out the salesman, you mean? No. Whoa. That would have been that happening in 1962?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because Death of a Salesman is from 1954. <sighs> so he's Willie Loman. But I'm just saying. Like the, be, but the, instead of killing himself, he becomes a hobo. Right. The, so the big lots were coming in all the way
0: back then and pushing out Main Street? I don't. I don't think so. No, that's a horse. That's show, like right? a '90s. Yeah, but I
1: guess if they were talking about it, it was a reality in some. Places. I'm sure. I would bet that like Sears is pushing out the traveling salesman, Man. right? Man, <laughs> salesman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Just gibberish. I I think they're being pushed out, but it's not like the. Uh, like a Walmart situation, right? Man. That's what
0: I think about. Yeah, but no, but he's talking about Sears and like, Roebuck.
1: He's Yeah, he's just talking about the creation of the malls and the stuff that's yeah. happening in the '60s where people are leaving downtown. Okay,
0: that's fair. I can't I say that's downtown
1: fair. either. Jesus Christ! This is what happens on a tea sales you just, man. You, you get you get into these little
0: ruts and you can't get out. <laughs> <laughs> so Charlie was going to play Santa Claus and he doesn't want to. So he he recruits Chance to do it and Chance doesn't want to do it either. It's like, why not? Who cares?
1: I'll go do it at a hospital. Like, what's the big deal? Yeah, I didn't understand, especially when your son wants you to do, and you're trying to get in his good graces. Yeah, put on the fucking outfit. Is Santa being Santa like the worst thing? Or do you have some traumatic memory of like Santa Claus? Like, I mean, it's not impossible, but there's so. But we skipped over a couple things that made me laugh. Okay, one, these kids ask so many questions. The the hobo, what? Aren't you fascinated by it? I am, but it's also, I don't know, they're like, tell us a story, tell us a story. And he, so he tells them a story, and it, it's never enough. No, they're little kids. I just feel like he puts the one kid to bed, uh, to Bobby to bed, and he's like telling him a story. and he says, Yeah. He's In the like, trundle bed? Yes. <laughs> and he's like... Are you gonna tell me another story? I just as he's walking out of the room, I just felt like he's gonna be like, "I'll tell you the story of how I wore another man's skin," but that's for another night, Bobby. And he just shuts yeah, the we, light we're, off. He's just like, "Let's play the quiet game." Yeah, yeah. It's just like, see
0: how long you can be quiet. Oh, can we'll you talk sleep after this story?
1: I once knew a hobo named Buffalo Bill. <laughs> like, I don't know. It was just killing me. Like he, he was just. He, he clearly was getting frustrated, but he was being nice about the it. The only thing that bothered me
0: about the whole like Charlie Chance thing was. Charlie, I felt, had good points about everything, right? Like, he oh, had yeah. a reason to be mad. No, he but, had a
1: total but, legit... But Chance
0: defends his decision right. at all turns. He never apologizes. For, for no reason. He's never like, you know, I'm sorry I left you. I re- he never says that in the he's movie. Because he's not sorry. He's
1: not. And he I def- don't- I'm like, how can he defend his position? I... I do think it was honest of him not to apologize. I'm not saying it's the right thing to do, but he was—he didn't <sighs> fake apologize either. I just I when didn't. he could have been like, "I'm sorry," he wasn't. So he wanted to leave. He didn't. God knows what his mom was like. Maybe she yeah. was a piece of. I don't know. It doesn't justify it, but he feels like he did the right thing. But like he obviously wants to reconcile with Charlie, right? Yeah. So he
0: is—he does feel sorry. So
1: he must. Yeah, you're right.
0: That's but a good but he just never. Mm-hmm. He like they constantly have this argument where like no, I. Wa-, he's like I'm not going to apologize for being
1: a hobo. It's but like, we do. But we do find out the dad pushed him out too. That the McCraney didn't want him in his life. Then eventually, he, right. So after so there a is, while, so there is there's, like a there's a a, a quid pro quo. <laughs> Clarice.
0: Yeah, I. Um, but that kind of bothered me. I I it, it, I didn't like Chance in this movie that much. Uh, sh- like he's a good actor, and he—I just didn't like his. I didn't I think like him. He's a classic grandpa,
1: right? Like he comes over, and the kids love him, and the parents are
0: like, fuck. But he like didn't understand why people treated hobos like shit either, like or like by people right. were bothered by hobos.
2: Uh, with the permission of the speaker, I uh, shall commence standard uh, public airings, chronology of and methods by which I. Murdered a hobo for a purpose of recreation uh, June 8, 1997. At approximately 3.25 a.m. I approached hobo while said hobo was asleep in parking lot of Victorville area Sizzler. Uh, section 2, I licked my lips. Section 2A, I then produced from within my sport coat, one quarter-inch torque wrench. Uh, section three, I proceeded to bludge and said hobo on and about the head, neck, and shoulder.
0: You know why? Because there's probably a lot of stories about hobos, like, killing people or, or stealing or whatever. Yeah, right. Like, you have a bad rep. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Or at least there's a... You, but he, like, was, oh, why, why are you so rude to me? Well, because you're a hobo. <laughs> like, that's why. I don't trust you. Ugh, fucking chance. So, uh, so they go to the mall. Are we up to the mall? No, we're not there yet. Oh, we'll get okay. there because I, I, knew you would. There's two things. Well, all right, go ahead and no. i So he ends up playing Santa. He ends up liking it. But another thing, like, would they really trust his hobo around all these children? Ken, it's the 80s. All right, we like we let people do
1: all kinds of things with kids. There's a lot of will- whittling in this movie. There is. There's constant wood wood whittling. <laughs> what I love about the way, about the hope about the hobo, about the Christmas scene or the uh, Santa scene, he's so good at it. Like, he's he, great. He kills and it. he loves it. Right. So what was the problem, Chance? Uh, I don't know again. Uh Charlie
0: buys uh, Chance shoes for Christmas. Hobo always needs shoes. It's true. They did They did a good job. Yeah. So I said, now that he has two pairs of shoes, where does he keep the old ones when he's sleeping? Uh, you know where. Up his ass. Hobo always has a leathery butt strap. <laughs> so we also find out that Charlie, uh, before he was a cop, which is why he has no seniority, was he lost his job at a steel mill, and he was scared, and he... Kind of they. This is how they ended up in Salt Lake. So these guys love dying industries. They do. So they they they're the movies trying to build like that. Charlie's going to start understanding why Chance yeah. made his decision. Exactly. I just have here. Major Dad is a really good actor. Yeah, he's really killed it, man. Really good in this movie. All right. So here's your favorite part. The kids take Chance at the mall. I'll let you take this one. Oh god. This is literally your wheelhouse. I,
1: lo- I love it so much because I wrote down some of the stores. Did you write down any of the stores? I I did, but I I the won't ones let you that, take the it. ones that I noticed were Los Tacos. Mm-hmm. And I mean, again, if you're in Salt Lake, got to get the tacos. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're known for the Mormons uh, love tacos. They love spicy food. They do. They like anything that agitates the emotions. <laughs> the gold mine. I, the gold mine was what yeah, I saw. One made, and I was like, is that a gold store? Or is that, uh, no, or it's is a jewelry it, store. It's got to be. Or is it a restaurant? Because it looked like they were in the food court. Oh. It's very confusing. I thought it was. I immediately
0: thought it was jewelry, but. I'm going to I'm gonna pull it back up because I am curious. Wasn't the gold rush the name of Joe Pesci's
1: place in uh casino? yes it was oh my god I couldn't really see any of the other ones but it was a classic 80s mall like it had it just it was brown <laughs> and horrible yeah it looked like a, a terrible mall Let me see. I'm gonna put this it up. looked like a mall that would be in Salt Lake City Utah yes yeah I'm gonna pull like up. very It'd so dra- be an arcade it's an arcade holy shit it's an arcade God damn it how do we not notice that? I don't know I was looking really hard I didn't rewind it though I couldn't see the store next to it it I've never heard of the gold mine have you no I guess that maybe a West Coast chain? The classic yeah. old school yep. pet store, yeah. Yep. The the organ store, right? Yep. Every sure. mall Every had the organ. How many could they possibly sell a week? Sometimes it seems like we live in a dull
2: gray world. Well I've found a way to change it. Wonderful things happen with the sounds of a Hammond organ. Only Hammond has features like note accord. Stay down after you play each chord, so learning is easy and fun. Make your musical dreams come true
1: with a Hammond organ. Available at Gordon's Music, 263 Genesee Street, Downtown Utica. How many? Would One. You, how many would you have to sell to stay in a mall? You you work in retail. It's got to be high rent. I would say they would have to sell twenty a week. What? There's no fucking way, right?
0: I, I don't. I'm. I'm literally asking. I really don't know. I, that like, would be my guess. Let's, you figure they're. They're. I mean, in the eight. Right. Let's say that's how much do you think an organ was in the? <laughs> it's just a ridiculous conversation. <laughs> Five hundred bucks. Yeah, like a nor. Like a normal. Like well, not rent a big is one. Probably at least two thousand in nineteen eighty-seven. Right. Then you have Head you have the bills, you have the staff, heating, I mean, lighting. Maybe not 20, but 10 to 15, I would say, to make good, To make, to make it a successful I business. I think you're right. I just can't uh, The fact that there was one
1: in every mall means something. I guess. I mean, they went away, but No, but I just feel like people didn't buy it. <laughs> Oh, this is also what I want to show you. This is clearly I like real cutaway scenes. Yeah, that's clearly news it's That's footage.
0: clearly really Salt Lake City. Yeah, it's, vid- it's videotape, not film. Of you can the tell rails. the difference. Yeah, exactly. I noticed so, that,
1: too. Uh, I'm gonna look up the gold mines. Is that guy
0: right there making stew? <laughs> Holy shit, he is! <laughs> You're right.
1: Oh my god, we missed so
0: much. I know. Wait, I want to see. if I can find. It one. might have just been like a Plaza Arcade, which was I like, wasn't. Oh no, that was on the one on twenty on a uh, forty-six. What was the one called in, in uh, Wayne Hills Mall? I don't even know. I don't even it, know. There like, was Fun uh, and Games uh, was in Willowbrook. I think they all just had their yeah. Own but th- there thing. were like
1: chains in other places. Was there? Yeah, there was. Like oh. s- like Spaceport was a chain. Oh okay, I never knew that. Uh, oh, yeah, so. Earlier in the film, he says you should always have quarters. Remember? Yeah. He's like, yeah, because he, he talks about keeping quarters in his shoes. And then a big quarters. gamer. I think so. I hope so. I, that would be great if he made all his money playing like Pac Man. If like Billy Mitchell came into this movie <laughs> his, with his with his <laughs> rival
0: That's a deep cut Guys, If you don't know, who, if you don't know who Billy Mitchell is, watch The King of
1: Kong. I could predict right now there'll be a Billy Mitchell clip going in right here. Uh, so be ready for that. It's my favorite documentary. It's it's amazing.
0: Billy Mitchell video game player of the century. It's rather simple if you want to get a perfect game, you walk up, you put your quarter in, you press start, you eat every dot, you eat every prize, every energizer, and on every energizer, you gotta get all four guys every
1: time. If you miss a guy, you're done. If you miss a prize, you're done. You miss anything, you're done. You die one time, you're done. Bill Mitchell is the Jerry Rice or the Michael Jordan of all the video game players. Man, he's he's phenomenal. Very loud, very outspoken, very confrontational. And one of the lines he would always say to me is, Steve, when I met you, I was but the learner, but now I am the master. But then when they go to the photo booth, 75 cents. Guess it was quarters? Grandpa Chance, hobo. Granddad. <laughs> I know you love, you You love calling him Chance. I'm I know. Well, I know. I don't know how you feel about Chance it. Chance the granddad. Chance Grosvenor.
0: All right, so well, Chance's idea for the kid's cr- Christmas gift for their dad. <laughs> so his idea for Christmas was to have all the hobos to come over and have a big family Christmas.
1: What? So the <laughs> That's guy, crazy. So the guy who's mad that you're here, the one hobo. Who's anti-hobo. Yeah, he's a cop. I mean, you know what I he mean. Does not like vagrants. He doesn't want vagrants in his home around his children, in his domicile. They, they're, they clearly took stuff. It just sounds like an awful gift. You know, who wants people in their house? You know, Grosner did the business with Cincinnati Herald right. in that bedroom, <laughs> right in the Trundle bed. Yeah, yeah, they broke it. Oh. it's like it's not it's as, a haunting image. It's, it's not as sturdy as a box car.
0: It's used to, to, the, the whole lumber. <laughs> <laughs> I know
1: who's hauling lumber.
0: So it's Cincinnati, Cincinnati is the worst. He is such a jerk. I love him so much. I love him much. too. He was so good.
1: He was so, good. Why does Chance so even hang good. out with him? And I that was no when my thought was
0: be like, oh, because they're together. They're a couple. Well, they're very clearly intimate. Like, it's it's not clear that they're lovers. But No, they, the, I mean, they're not going to say that in a 1987 TV movie, but I think it's they're, some, they're more than friends.
1: Yeah, it's very strange. Not very strange. It was just like, they were. the subtext was they were lovers, but they, right. they very clearly were not going to say... Yeah. He's a hobo who left his family and also fucks Cincinnati Herald. (laughs) Which, by the way, Cincinnati Herald sounds like a sex move. Where you you put chili on top of your spaghetti. You you could guess what the chili is. Oh, my God. That's so (laughs) gross. All right. So another question I have. (laughs) I wrote that at the bottom of my page. Cincinnati Herald is a garbage person.
0: (laughs) (laughs) right. So, all right. Maybe you can answer uh, this question for me. Why do all these hobos know how to cook? <laughs> they're good. Apparently, Why? they're like
1: good. Why are they all world class chefs? Well, okay, or I bakers. Want, yeah, that. W- this is what I didn't get. They never are around ovens. No. Or I mean, they have hobo they're knives. They're around fire. Right. Like I could understand if they were like, oh, we have all this venison. We need to cook it. Right. They'd be like, oh, yeah. okay. Here, take it outside and you know, put it in this garbage can and then eat it. <laughs> right. That would have made sense to me if they like were in Make their sure wheelhouse. You don't wear gloves. Right. <laughs> But I'm sure they're not eating turkeys in the wild. You know what I mean? Like those animals, they're they're mean and they're hard to pluck. Like, yeah. why would you do that? They they know everything there is about. It's like they, they went oh, to cooking okay. school. So here's school. what I think. I didn't it didn't occur to me till just now. They seem to pay their way by cooking in these. So maybe they got it's taught, like short order cooks. Well, or you know how sometimes they'll like teach people how to do the thing. Like, if you go to like a food bank or something like this, they'll show you how to. Yeah, cook, yeah, yeah. And then you work the thing, and they'll pay you for it. But they'll they they basically. They'll, they'll cheat you for free and then let you work there to make some I money. I got you. So I maybe you. that's how they – All they, right, fair but enough. But they are really good. Yeah. They are like, very, like a well-oiled machine. Yeah, exactly. Like this is just what they do. They travel the world like Robert Irvine, and they're just like in there from a uh, restaurant impossible. <laughs> and they just go – they walk into any kitchen like, all right, here's what we have to do. Chop up this, do that. And they all have – they're like Voltron. They all have a different job. It's <laughs> a good analogy. <laughs> so Christmas morning comes. And yes,
0: we get another scene of the hobo bathroom where I want to see the whole movie filmed in the hobo bathroom.
1: It is my favorite bathroom scene except for Top Gun. <laughs> or locker room scene, I guess, yes. you know more accurately. <laughs> but it's great. It's almost as aggressive. It goes on so long. It is. Like, it's great. Cincinnati Herald Harold is shaving poorly yeah he should know that by now he's very weird he's like not looking at the mirror and he's 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 guessing he's dragging the it's very weird and then but it's like it takes a while for you to figure out what's going on and they start to sing jingle bells yeah but it takes uh, at least a minute of silence before they sing it's Uh, like you hear and Cincinnati Herald just hates Christmas yeah he said he wants to sleep through the day yeah he's like the worst place to be is anywhere on Christmas is what he says yeah that doesn't make any sense like it's the night after the animals speak it's true it's I love it though I love I love that he has a point of view <laughs> it's unbelievable all right so
0: there we're back to the family and they're exchanging gifts and Bobby gets his own hobo knife good for
1: you Bobby these what are you gonna do with it what What do you give a seven year old a sharp knife <laughs> <laughs> you know he's gonna be killing animals like it's just there's no good comes of this I, I laugh so hard ugh so the hobos, they have their their
0: dinner with the family. Uh, Cincinnati's still miserable. Now we get to uh, chance gives his gift to Charlie, which is a full scale model train set
1: that he builds in two days. Okay, now see here, I disagree with you. Ugh. that train set looks like a piece of shit. All right, be that as it may. It, it looks like it's very intricate. It's as real as Slim's beard in the kitchen. <laughs> It's so bad.
0: It's huge, though. It's it's the size of his table, and he built it in two days on his spare time. I, that Where did he get all the stuff? Where did he get the trains? He has no yeah, car. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He, maybe the Where train, was he getting this stuff? Maybe
1: the trains were in the basement, and he, like, stole yeah. them away, maybe he not the track. Maybe. I just thought it sucked. I looked at that thing. I was like, this is it? Yeah. I Actually, I thought it was the worst possible gift he could have given him. So so imagine this now. Imagine if you will. Yeah. You're you're fucking McCraney. And it's fine right? with me. Your dad has left as a hobo. Okay. To ride the rails. He, yeah. He has disappeared from your life for basically 20 to 25 mm-hmm. years. He comes back out of nowhere to see you. You don't want to see him. He stays anyway. He ingratiates himself with your kids. Mm-hmm. And then as a gift, he gives you the toy train you never got, which is also the thing that took him away yeah. from his family. Yeah. I, he I, got. He left to ride the rails. Here's and a you, reminder. And you give him a fucking train. Here's a reminder. Did he put a little hobo on? And says, "Here's your dad. There's fuck me going you. away.
0: Yeah, I haven't here. Does, does
1: everything? Uh, does everything with this guy have to be about trains? That'd be great. He's like, "Oh, I mean. I mean <laughs> Do you also like Star Trek: The He's Next like, Generation? I, I, I made you a mock volcano. It's a train set. They're like, "That's not a volcano. It's a train." He's like, "I don't. What the fuck? He just doesn't understand." <laughs> he calls everything trains oh <laughs> uh, my god yeah it
0: was very underwhelming so uh uh Charlie gets uh uh Bobby a dog and Kathy a piano for Christmas. You're skipping over m- what
1: might be my second favorite part oh, of the game. Oh, okay, movie. go ahead. So he so okay, so this entire sequence, so they bring out the gift, right? And it's as big as the dinner table with all the people at it. Yeah. And they're basically like, fuck you, hobos, move your food. Yeah. And they, just make, they just like throw their <laughs> shit on the floor. And so the hobos are sitting there, haven't probably had a nice meal like this in a long time. But then when they show when they give them the gift, every single person at the table gets a reaction shot. Really? Every hobo gets a chance <laughs> to go. It's it, it's so good. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Since then, Harold looks so defeated, uh. or at least it's snowing. Like again, a movie yeah. that got it right. Yeah. Like it's snowy, it's cold. Oh, those eighties pants. Oh, they're back. Those pants, the high waisted
0: pants in general are back. High waisted like jeans. It's, it's like a little tight in the butt. Well, all these girls in the city have high waisted jeans on.
1: I, I I can't wait till it's over. I don't mind if I can see your behind. Mm. But this is yeah, I don't I don't go for that. Those are like hammer pants. Who, who's the lady? I don't know. She was just there. She's, she's like, like a, a neighbor. But see, she's got the hots for Cincinnati. Yeah, Herald. he has that leather hat on. Oof, look at that look. She so when they show the reaction shots you'll see the carry in this piano. Why is that one guy wear like a leather bandolier? Did you notice that? I, I thought he was wearing like a jacket. I love this part. It's like, "All right, hobos, move your dinner." Then move your shit. <laughs> See what I mean? He's got like that weird thing. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. I don't know what it holds. I mean, it's where his hobo knife is. Yeah, this lady has such the hots for Cincinnati Herald, and uh hobo granddad is not having it. So you look at me so disappointed in her. He's <laughs> so miserable. No, I love it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this movie this is better with no dialogue. I actually really like it. It's like a Charlie Chaplin movie. Well, all right.
0: Time to get your gift. Uh, i really, I, I decided I really don't like Chance in this movie.
1: Yeah, it's... He's tough to like. Yeah, they really... I do like that they didn't play to the audience that much. They didn't make him so likable that you couldn't... You know what I mean? You were, like, rooting for him the whole time. (sighs) stupid speech about his thing. i thought what can i give you to remind you that i left <laughs> every day i have just the thing i looked up the little girl too she uh she's puerto rican oh really yeah i was surprised because mm. i was like these kids don't really look like joe mccraney but we don't no. know we don't know what the wife was right. like. there's literally not one photo or no story about her somebody got skis for christmas you see i that? saw that
0: well they have a ski he has a skiing
1: story remember? oh that's right yeah i actually like her hair i thought this was gonna yeah, be like right. 80s haircut yeah. it's very it's very chic <laughs> I forgot how long this is. Jesus Christ. Bring out the motherfucking thing. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Uh, All right, move your shit. Get the gravy boat. What is it wrapped in? It's like a blanket. Like an afghan. What the hell is it? Oh, yeah. Was it Chewbacca? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Look how shitty this is. This is a piece of shit. (laughs) Come on, Ken.
0: I know, but it looks like it is the United States. I didn't notice that at first. Is whole. it really? Yeah, go back a little bit.
1: Uh, oh, yeah, you know what? I Yeah, I didn't think about it when I saw it, but you're right. And like- look, at going be so proud But of him for himself. him to make it in two days? I guess. Oh, so you watch. They each get a reaction shot. <laughs> okay, Who is this, that guy? This guy. Here we go. What about you two? Yep, okay, you're in. Cheese? What about the black guy? Yep, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> Every single person at the table got their own reaction shot to the train going around. Oh, my God. These are grown adults, and they're supposed to be excited about this? <sighs> Is, that's how you know it's 1987.
0: Garbage. So, Kathy. Gets, we like this movie. Kathy get, I know. Kathy gets to piano, and uh, Chance asks her to go play Christmas Carols, and they go over and they play Chopsticks. Yeah, I thought they
1: were going to play Jump by Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would be hilarious. Chopsticks. Yeah, I don't know. Is it was not very, a Christmas weird. Carol? very weird. Very weird so uh we start to wrap up the movie
0: the girlfriend decides to not take the job in san francisco which and, again why yeah, why what right. is the
1: point he's Salt like Lake city is that big of a draw he like, like makes her stay he's like i want to be with you she's like all right i'll stay i'm like what no yeah, yeah exactly why would you want this in your life the hobo dad the two shitty kids mccraney this is all a mess
0: Ugh. so chance leaves to go be a hobo again Everyone's sad that he left. So it's late at night. Everybody's depressed, and they decide to go track him down at the rail yard. They ask him to stay. Of course he does. He breaks, and then Chance breaks up with his lover, Cincinnati. Yeah, that was really sad. Yeah, it was a little rough. He gave him the scarf, though, which was nice.
1: Yeah, uh, and everyone hit, lives happily ever after. But do they? Well, <laughs> yeah. But the, yeah, we're the, they decide to get into the furniture business together right yeah. The, right. Yeah, they're going to- Right at the right moment. Great. Yeah, Chance and Charlie's furniture. Kobo furniture. Great. And that brings us to end- of A Hobo's
0: Christmas, so Kyle, <sighs> out of five hobo knives, <laughs> what would you give this movie? I give it, I give it four bowls of hobo stew. Yeah, I think this, <laughs> this was a good one. I really liked this. I mean, as much as like we had problems with it, and made fun of it, it. It was,
1: it was a good movie, and it clocked in an hour and thirty minutes. Yeah, it was perfect. For, it, it, yeah, it, it killed it. Yeah, I would give it, I would give it a solid four. You could enjoy the acting in the movie and still laugh at the, it. It does everything yeah, well. The
0: acting. Was really good. Yeah, Lori was good. Like, it had batshit yeah. crazy moments. Yeah, and that's
1: really all I asked for. Yeah, I want hobos. Yeah, the hobos were great. They were terrible. They actors. were. good. There was enough of the hobos, I think. Yeah, without it being the whole movie, right? And I did like that they were there at the end because it was called a hobos Christmas, right? I and there was it. enough
0: crazy '80s stuff in it. I felt so. It was so I, I liked it? I liked that. I would definitely. I would definitely watch this again. Yeah, it is it. Some of the other
1: movies we've watched, I don't think I would ever watch them again. Agreed. I wrote down very satisfying ending. Grown men feeling feelings. That's right, and it there was good. Go. They like it he was came good. around. They like yeah. ap- sort of apologize. You know. Can you, right. Do you have any uh, Hall of Fame nominees?
0: You know, I think I have one nominee. Okay. I think the hobo knife, and that's more of like a um. He wouldn't get a it wouldn't get a plaque, but I think that's a good thing. Like you know how they have like Babe Ruth's bat in the oh, Hall of right. Fame. Okay, so it's like an object. Yeah, but I, um, I think that's fair. Because I, I, I mean, I think Cincinnati could be nominated. I thought about it, but I just it. think
1: he's typecast and he's this that guy in every movie. Agreed. It's like in his wheelhouse. Right. I was gonna nominate one food, and I think you know what it is. Hobo stew made in a garbage can. It's fair enough. I feel like we see a lot of food things, especially in the Christmas ones. Yeah. And so I'm creating a new category of <laughs> Hall of Fame food. That's, that's fine. And I think hobo stew has to be yeah, nominated. It's the yeah. Thai Cobb of Christmas food. <laughs> it's an old it's old racist food. It is. That we still for honor sure. for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> but probably shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so good. All right, Ken. We have a new game this week. Yes. Based on today's uh, movie. Okay. Two sets of games related to hobos. All right. Get the theme. Go to sleep. That is Hobo's Lullaby. By who? Arlo Guthrie. Oh, okay. That makes sense, right? All right. So the first game is figuring out which of two choices has at some point been elected hobo king or queen. (laughs) So every single year, the hobos gather in Britt, Iowa for the hobo convention where they elect a king and a queen. Where else would it be? I don't know. (laughs) It's it's the only place. So these were harder to find than I thought. There used to be an online uh, database that got (laughs) hobo.com is no longer owned. So if somebody wants to buy it, (laughs) which we, we should actually look into. So I have a bunch of choices. So one of these is a hobo king or queen, and one is not. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Railroad tie, Lenny, (laughs) Steam Train Maury. (laughs) (laughs) So which one is real? Yeah, which one was a hobo king or queen? Uh, They could both be real hobos, but only one of them has been elected. What was the first one? Railroad tie, Lenny. (laughs) I'm going to go with Railroad Ty Letty. Oh, incorrect. Steam Train Mori, one of the most famous hobo kings, actually. Okay, I just have one question. I'll keep it to one. Yeah, got ahead. <laughs> what are the criteria to oh, be elected king? So, you have to be nominated by a fellow hobo. And then when you go to the hobo convention, you're interviewed by a panel of five hobos who ask hobo specific questions. So, in like super specific, they'll ask you things like how long is the bridge in. Dubuque, Iowa. How long is it to get across from this place to this place? And you have to know. Wow. Right. It's super specific. Um, you have to have a platform. You have to have like things you want to do. Presumably. Okay. I'm trying to remember. There's like another. Oh shit. What was the other thing? I'll have to look it up. Uh, but there are rules, right? But then you get it gets voted on. So last year it was the first time ever that the Hobo King and Queen are actually married in real life. Wow. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that was very exciting for them. <laughs> I'll tell you this. One of them is on this list. Okay. <laughs> I'll never know which one. Nope. Not sure I remember either. All right, so you got one wrong. Okay. Um, play along at home. If you, can be- if you can beat Ken's score, I'll send you a special prize from the Mudbutt Studios prize box. <laughs> I think I already know what it is. I'll tuck Ken after. Hobo Lump. <laughs> or Connecticut Shorty.
0: Come on.
1: Um, and I will tell you this, they're both women. Uh, I got to go with Lump. Correct. Hobo Lump was a queen. <laughs> okay. Swizzle Stick Sammy <laughs> or Minneapolis Gym. That one's not very creative. <laughs> Look, I just... I'm going to go with uh, Minneapolis Gym. That's correct. Okay. It's a common naming convention, right? Like Cincinnati Herald. <laughs> right. It's very... It's like its like out of the hobo rule book that you can... Usually your name should be someplace where you're from or where you hail from. Even okay. if you're not from there, you know. You think of it as your home base. Okay. Which makes this next one very difficult. <laughs> Tulsa Terry... Or Denver Mike. Denver Mike sounds like a <laughs> like a like a Midwest taco stand, right? Or like a or like a, a sports radio show. Uh, I'll go with the first one. Tulsa Terry. Yeah, incorrect. Denver Mike is a hobo king. I sh- I should have got like the the horns to play like the royal horns. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one's maybe my favorite one. The next two probably. you know what? I'll I'll end with those. Those are the best ones. Hobo named Steam Train or Coal Car. That's it? That's just their names. Oof. I like Cole Carr. It sounds good, right? Yeah. I made that one up. Steve <laughs> Now we know what your hobo names could be. <laughs> so some of these I made up. Some of them are real hobos that just were not king or queen. Okay. I, I, Puzzlestick Sammy I made up. It's <laughs> um, a good one. Railroad Ty Lenny I made up. Connecticut Shorty's a real one. I think Tulsa Terry I made up. Um <laughs> Yeah, That's what I do with my life. Um, Iron Horse Brad or Mailbox Malone? I love I love these so much. Uh, Brad, correct. Iron Horse Brad you made is correct. Mailbox yeah. Malone. <laughs> Malone. I definitely made up the Utah Jazz was in my mind the whole time. Captain Dingo or a number one. I'll go. I'll go, Captain Dingo. <laughs> Incorrect. Real, uh, real hobo, though. Okay. A number one is the most famous hobo king. He was like the first hobo king of the 1930s. Which he'd be a number one. Makes sense. All right. Kevin. I did poorly so far. One, two, three, <clears throat> four wrong, three right. Oh, I only had nine. So no, I got ten. Okay. So three left. All right. All right. Minneapolis Jewel or Honeypot Heather, mm. hobo queens. Minneapolis Jewel. Correct. All Back right. to five hundred. Back to 500. So these last two will determine it. <sighs> April Hot <Feet> Smithson. <laughs> 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 uh, you made me laugh. <laughs> April Hot <Feet> Smithson. <laughs> these are basically <laughs> and one basketball names. I should have thought of that. That's a better game. Hobo name or and <laughs> Yeah, one name. that's a good game. Oh, uh, shit. That's All right. right. Well, this is what happens when you can't tell me what you're doing. That's true. That's true. That's a good punch up. April Hot Feet. <laughs> <laughs> this is making me laugh. <laughs> April Hot Feet Smithson or Dawn Sunrise DeVito? <laughs> oh, God. I got to go Hot Feet. I made that one up. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. I know. I, I laugh for a good 10 minutes. <laughs> All right, Is your chance to go five hundred. See, this is the game you could easily trick me because you know <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm going to find funny. It, 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 but some of these are real, like or f- some of the fake ones are real names, like Honeypot. Or is Honeypot. A couple of these are real fake ones. All right, last one: Todd Adman Waters or Clarence Suitcase Williams. Oh, I like Suitcase. <laughs> incorrect. <Ugh. laughs> Todd Ad, Todd Adman Waters is also a famous hobo king, apparently, like one of the best yeah, known. All so, right. oof, that was a. Uh, Hobo, hobo community key. is very upset with me. Yeah, that's a poor that's a poor showing for you in one of these games, yeah. I have to say. Yeah, that was a better. tough
0: game. I had no idea which way to go.
1: All right, this one will be a lot easier. These are which celebrities have hoboed in their life? Oh, I like so this. So which of these two celebrities? Okay. There's only, uh, what do I have, four? Okay. Dr. Drew Pinsky Whew. or Dr. Phil McGraw? Oh, I got to go with Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil McGraw yeah. has hoboed, correct. He looks like a hobo. Famous beat writer Jack Kerouac Okay. or bard of the Great Depression John Steinbeck? Mm. Yeah, you gotta go Kerouac on that Correct yeah. Oh you're good Yeah he seems like he would hobo Early boxers Homer Smith mm-hmm. Or Jack Dempsey This I feel like Everybody was a hobo back then I'll go with Jack Dempsey Correct yeah. Alright This is your What three, four, 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 three, four, three, three Last one Robert Mitchum Or Humphrey Bogart Ooh. So Robert Mitchum From Night of the Hunter mm-hmm. Humphrey Bogart From other movies Casablanca yeah. could, could not think Casablanca. Big, big That's sad uh, I'll go Mitchum Correct. Yeah. Oh wow, good yeah. job. There were a lot of famous people who hoboed. Yeah, I was I that's was surprised. It was a surprising list. These are all from Wikipedia, so you know. Yeah, but still, take, do what you want with that knowledge. Doctor Phil was a hobo. Yeah, yeah, I was a little surprised. Well, that's been the hobo guessing game. Greatest song about hobos. Arlo Guthrie is what he does. I know. That's a hobo's
2: lullaby. Is it? <laughs>
1: All right, Ken, we only have one thing left to do. That is, of course, <laughs> the Celebrity Net Worth game.
2: <laughs> Word up. Cash rules, Take you on on the around Cream, get the here money. Here we, here we dollar, go, dollar check, shit. I
0: grew up on the crime side, the New York Times side. Staying alive was no job. at second hands. Mom's bounced on old
1: men. All right. Got a lot of names for you today. Oof. This is going to be ugly. First, out of these three people, mm-hmm. the stars are Three Men and a Baby... Mm. Ted Danson Steve Gutz Gutenberg mm-hmm. Tom Selleck mm-hmm. put them in order right now like current as far as I know I didn't have historical celebrity net worth yeah, that's that's a good website though I, w- I would love to know that
0: I'll go Danson I'll go Selleck and the Goots. correct yeah that correct. was pretty easy
1: that's a yeah. good warm-up. Yeah, that's why it's first.
0: I, I, do you want to guess on the numbers yeah, on I those? do. I didn't even think, I mean, obviously I didn't know that that would be, because I can't do my formula now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I try to I'll anticipate go, what things will come
0: up. And yeah, then I'll go Ted Danson. Ooh, he's got to be worth a ton of money.
1: I was surprised at the number. I mean, I figured he was worth a decent amount, because Cheers was on forever, and he was on other, he was on CSI, Yeah, like, those are good-paying shows, you know. So you were surprised high or low? High. Still oh, surprised okay. high, though. Like, I just didn't... I think he's, like... Unless he got some of that Whoopi Goldberg money when they $85 million. Oh, wow. He went high. Okay. $60. All right, But, yeah. I mean, when I hear it now, maybe not surprising. When I saw it, I thought, oh, yeah. shit, this guy he, is.
0: he was the lead in, like, three or four sitcoms, and he's on one now. That's true. Like, Becker was on for a while. Yeah. I mean, nobody watched it, I'm sure. But right, but he probably got paid, yeah. Sure. Uh sure. um he's in some movies, obviously, where he was the star... And he was obviously on Magnum PI. Uh, he's on Friends for a little bit. It's on Blue Bloods. Yeah, he's on Blue Bloods. Does, he's did, does your dad watch that show? No. I know he gets mad at the cop shows because they're not like Yeah, accurate. he doesn't. The only ones he liked, he liked uh, he liked The Wire. He liked Homicide Life on the Street, which is the same guy. Yeah, yeah. A couple of he them. liked Hill Street Blues, <laughs> is his favorite all time show. Of course. Yeah. Of course. I'll go Selick at like 40. Oh, very good. 45 yeah. million. And nice the job. Goots. The
1: Goots is still working. Um, I'll go like 18 for him. Fifteen million. Yeah, yeah. You're a little high today, but this is yeah, pretty good range. So I want you to write down this number then. So seventy-five and forty-five. Okay. So whatever that total is, one twenty. Okay. Just remember that. Okay. So earlier in the Wayback machine, we also heard about a little show that dominated Thursday night. Mm-hmm. The Cosby Whoa. Show. Whoa. <laughs> I want you to put in order. Keisha Knight Pulliam, mm-hmm. Tempest Bledsoe, Malcolm, Malcolm Jamal Warner, and Lisa Bonet. Wait, so what do you want me to do with them? Put them in order? Or, yeah, put uh, them in order. All right, so we got Rudy, we
0: got <laughs> Vanessa,
1: Theo, Rudy, Rudy.
0: <laughs> and Lisa Bonet was the last one? And he, yeah, and Lisa Bonet. Which, what was her character's name? I've forgotten that. G- uh, she went to. Different How did world. I forget? I don't know. <laughs>
1: it's amazing. Yeah. I, I watched... always
0: didn't. I I hated her character We've so I seen didn't... every episode of I, a different I, world. I know. We're the only ones. <laughs> All right, so let's see. Oof, this is really hard. It uh, is a nail biter. I will tell you that d- right off the d- bat. Yeah. Oof. I'll go Benay. She got some of that Lenny Kravitz money. See that? Yeah. That's. This is where it
1: always gets interesting with celebrity Network Then I'll
0: go Pulliam because I think she's still working. Okay. I'll go because Vanessa had that talk show. Oh yeah but I don't, it wasn't on very long. I'll go Theo
1: and then Vanessa. Theo. Theo, then Vanessa. Yeah. But I could have flip-flopped those two. You're going to be... You're have your mind blown. Okay. Tempest Bledsoe, number one. Wow. Keisha Knight Pulliam, number two. All right. I had number two, right? And a tie for third with MJW and Lisa Bonet.
0: Wow. I guess uh, Tempest Bledsoe is... I wonder how
1: she made her money. Maybe she's a producer? Yeah. Could hey, be. Again, it's like those things you couldn't possibly know. Right. Maybe she's, she had some early Apple stock. Do you want to guess uh, what what her number is? Tempest Bledsoe. I mean, I feel bad for them because they're not getting any money anymore. Because he's a
0: scumbag. But that was years of s- residuals. I mean, because uh, Cosby
1: Show wasn't on that much anymore, was it? It was on a lot. Still, still, yeah, it was okay. on.
0: I because I watched it. It was on. Uh, Nick at not maybe not Nick at Night, but one of those like they would run like six or oh, seven. Like in TV a row. Land, yeah. So I'll go Bledsoe fifteen. Close, yeah, thirteen million. I'll go, uh, Pulliam, 10, then, like, really, then, like,
1: 8. All excellent. So, it was 13, 12, 10. Okay. That's close, though. Yeah. Well, at least they're all worth money. I mean, still. Yeah. I mean, that's a nice living. Because they really haven't been working as, like, They probably have, like, retirement. You know, they still have money. Yeah. But they, I'm glad none of them are broke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? All right. So, from our last uh, quiz, (sighs) Mm -hmm. Celebrities Who've Hoboed. (laughs) Who's worth more? Mm-hmm. Dr. Phil McGraw, yep. Robert Mitchum. I also put in Arthur Miller, author of Death of a Salesman, the inspiration for <laughs> A Hobo's Christmas. And Muhammad Ali is a as a placeholder for Jack Dempsey. So, All right. So, uh, McGraw. Dr. Phil, Mitchum. Who's the third one again? Arthur Miller. Okay.
0: And Muhammad Ali. <laughs> Dr. Phil, I think, is number one, I would say. Correct. Okay. Uh, um,
1: Mitchum and Miller, I have no idea. Both deceased, so not well, more. So is Ali. Yeah, but I think yeah, I guess he's more sure. recent. I just think of him as I don't know like
0: how much of his money he even had left. Like,
1: ugh. yeah, it's like trying to guess James Brown. He could be negative, you know. You don't know. I'll go Mitchum Ali Miller. Oh, okay, interesting. No, Muhammad Ali's still worth money. He was okay. Yeah, be- beca- I, I see what you. I see the thinking now. Fifty five million for Ali, and yeah, Ten each close. for Miller and Mitchum. Okay. okay. Oh, so I uh, got two more. Okay.
0: So Keisha Knight Pulliam, mm-hmm. who was she was what twelve? I think mm-hmm. you said right. Or Gerald McCraney. Oh, that's a good one. That's gotta be really close. I'll say McCraney like at like fourteen, pulling him at twelve.
1: Incorrect. Mm-hmm. Joe McCraney eight million. Really? All I right. really thought he'd be worth more. Again, the Delta Burke money
0: I thought Yeah. You know? And he was Major Dad was on a long time, wasn't it? Like at least five
1: seasons. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's on other shows after that, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. And he's, he must have been in stuff before. He's kind of like a Tom Selleck, too, where he does these TV movies you've never heard of. Yeah. Like, he plays cowboys and shit. And... But still,
0: he hasn't worked in 30 years. Yeah. Anyway. And he's still worth that money, so good for him. <sighs> and that was never... You know what the difference is, too? I don't think that was ever syndicated. Or not to
1: certainly not to the level of Cosby show. No, no, absolutely not. But I don't remember ever that being on But Re-Rums. I also think... In the and cons- I never watched it. But my theory holds on Ensemble Cast that the, I bet those kids did not get paid that much money. Even in residuals, They're, they They have not time. worked, and they are still all worth
0: over $10 million. I know, I know. I'm just saying, like... It, and that's been off for three or four years, too. But by
1: that logic, I feel like they would have a lot more than McCraney. Do you know what I mean? It would be like $30 million they, to five. But he was the star of the show. Right, this is my point. Like, I think that goes a long way, even if oh, you don't oh, okay. syndication. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: But I just don't think it was on long enough. That show, Cosby was on 10 years at least, right? Right. 84 to 94, something like that. I think it's a little less, but yeah. Yeah, it's 92 maybe. A good, it might only be six years. It might only be 84 to 90. Maybe. Hmm. I don't think, I think it was on longer than that. Because right. Different
1: World was on. It, went, it was on for five or six seasons. All right, okay. last one. Mm-hmm. Ted Danson, Steve Guttenberg, Tom Selleck together. One Yeah. Versus Phil McGraw. Dr. Wow, Phil.
0: So that was the 120, right, was those three? Correct. Okay. Oof. No, I think Doctor Phil is worth more than that. I think Doctor Phil's at like one hundred and fifty.
1: Incorrect. Actually, I when I originally drew this up, I I did this for myself before I looked at Doctor okay. Phil, and I thought it would be Doctor Phil, but it's not. Huh? Doctor Phil only eighty eight million. Only eighty eight. <laughs> Are <million>. you nuts? <laughs> Where is my money? <laughs> That's.
0: I mean, I'm. It makes me feel a little better. Because he sucks.
1: Yeah, he's the worst. He's a piece of shit. Are you nuts? <laughs> he's a... Oh, Cosby Show, 92. You okay. Were right, you were right. So I don't eight, know why I had 90 in my head. Nine seasons, probably. Yeah, Right, 83, 84 to 91, yeah, 80, 84, 84. All right, well, that has been Celebrity Net Worth.
0: All right. And that brings us to the end of episode three of Hobo's Christmas. I uh, definitely recommend watching this one. Like we said, Kyle, you would agree, right? Yeah. And it's free on YouTube. So, yep. yep it's definitely free. It's good quality um, yeah. for it being 30 years old.
1: It's hard to find to pay for it. Like, I would have paid for it if right. I could have found it. So,
0: that, that's the end of episode three. And Kyle's going to hit us up with
1: what's on for the next episode. See you on the next Cyber Beliefs podcast. Overwhelmed widower, Seth Webster, needs help raising his two sons, Judd and Jason.
2: I've had enough! Uh, Mrs. Cooper!
1: Mrs. Larson!
2: Danny, thank you very much. Seriously, don't worry about the fire. This stuff happens all the time. You don't need a housekeeper. You need a miracle.
1: Just in the nick of time, help appears at his door.
2: Mr. Webster? Yes. I'm Emily Merkel.
1: Starring James Vanderbeek.
2: <sighs> I stopped playing piano the day my wife died.
1: And Doris Roberts.
2: Judd and Jason. How'd you know? It's written on your forehead.
1: <laughs> it's Mrs. Miracle.